0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Tim Chuck here, coming to you from a gloomy day here on Vancouver Island. And uh, I just finished having lunch. I'm on my way back to the office for a couple more hours of work, and then we're going to go out uh, with the kiddos. But um, what I wanted to talk to you today in this podcast is uh, inspired by a uh, our coaching call earlier this week, where I was talking with one of my clients about... Um, a shift in strategy that is required as your business grows. And um, specifically what I'm talking about here is when you feel overwhelmed with all of the moving parts, all the transactions, all the activities, all the follow up with your team, your growing team, and all of those things are robbing you, not only of your ability to focus and think and, and be present, but more importantly, or as importantly, to spend and reallocate your time where it should be which is you know growing your business right and so the uh, that's that's the theme that i wanted to talk about and the solution that i found that um this was this was again one of the big epiphanies that i had was that i used to focus on the all the all the stuff that's happening under the surface all the activities um you know are you Are you working on this? Why didn't you get this done? The follow-up, the, this is when, when it feels like um, running a daycare in your business, when you're focused on all these, all these granular things. And what you want to do as an owner, and I'm just going to use a a great analogy, which is, do you think, you know, someone like um, Elon Musk with, with Tesla is aware of all of the, every car that goes off the line and all the details and, and the quality check and, Um, who it's going to and do you think they follow every um, every transaction do you think Jeff Bezos is aware of every transaction happening in in Amazon now those are extreme extreme examples but I just want to make the point of at some point in time in your business you're gonna have to shift how you do things so that you don't have to pay attention to the minutia now how do you make that shift and even if you have five people ten people on your team the sooner you make the shift, the sooner you're going to see great results in your time, your ability to focus, and even in the health of your culture and the health of your uh, your team by making this shift. And um, here's what I'm talking about. The, the way that I, I like to term it is, is by creating and, and making a shift in your culture towards a results-only working environment, a results-only working environment. So what does this mean? Well, if you think about If you're looking at your business, you zoom out 30,000 feet and you're looking at your business as a consultant. You're consulting um, for your own business and you know nobody in the business and and the business owner comes and says to you, I want my business to make $100,000 every month. That's what I want. How do I do it? And I want 40% profit margins uh, in my business. That's what I want. And if you look at it from that perspective, it becomes it's pretty specific if we if we do the activities the correct activities that are going to drive a hundred thousand dollars in sales each month then we will um if we do the activities then that will result that um hundred thousand dollars a month will be your result so it becomes like physics and in your business what i'm hinting at is that's what you want to value in your business that's what your team wants to value in your business So when you're having a conversation and and I I just want to spend some time going through a concrete example of what I'm talking about and um, and let's start with that actually. So let's pretend that in your in your sales department and there's you know throughout your business you've got your operations where you want to maintain you know satisfied customers and um, all of that stuff but let's talk about specifically your your sales department. And let's say your your target for one of your sales team members was $100,000 a month, right? $100,000 a month um, broken down into four weeks would give you $25k per week. So you would need to sell $25,000 per week. Now it comes down to, okay, well, what are we selling and what's the average price? Let's just for the sake of simplicity say that your your product on average, on average, your ticket is $10,000. On average so that would mean if you need 25k a week to get to 100k a month you would need to sell two and a half units per week two and a half units per week now let's say that to get two and a half units per week um, you have to get to get a uh, to get a sale you have to have a meeting right you have to actually get in front of a prospect and un- understand their needs and if they're if it's a good fit, you would need to convert them into a sale, into a customer. So if you need two and a half of those every single week, let's say that your your close rate on meetings is twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. So if your close rate is is twenty five percent, that would mean you'd have to have ten meetings per. I'm, I know we're getting really mathy here, but if you wanna. If you want to actually achieve these results, you have to get comfortable around this stuff. So we're, we're re, reverse engineering it, right? So, okay, um, two and a half sales per week, and let's say your close rate is 25%. That would mean that, um, you know, if you have 10 meetings in a week and you're closing, um, you would have to close 2.5 out of those 10, right? It's 25%, 2.5 out of 10 meetings so um, that would mean you're having on average two meetings a day you know if you want to spread it out 10 meetings a week you're closing two and a half out of those now the variables that you can play with here are um, you can play with your conversion rate so you can either increase that or you can get more meetings so let's say that you're struggling to get two and a half sales well let's get more meetings well now the conversation comes let's say you're um, we're getting back to you know how do you how do you manage your team in a healthy way Well, if um, Johnny on your on your team is averaging one sale per week, one sale per week, meaning four per month, that means that you're 40% of your target, he's 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 getting $40,000 a month, you want to get 100 K. So you're coming at it as a coach saying, how can I help you succeed? Let's look at this system. Let's break it down. Johnny, how can I help you succeed? Um, and let's look at the areas that are, are getting in your way are roadblocking you. And so maybe he says, I'm spending most of my time in the paperwork. I'm spending, you know, 80% of my day, I'm quoting. And when I'm, when I'm quoting, I'm not setting up meetings and appointments. And those are the things that are getting in my way. So now you become Detective Colombo and you, you figure out, okay, let's look at the quoting process. How can we streamline it? How can we get it off your plate? How can we automate it? How can we delegate it to somebody else on the team? Because your time should be in these meetings, right? Because a meeting, two and a half out of ten of these meetings are, are going to be worth um, a, lot, a lot of money to us. So let's look at that. Let's look at um, what's, what is preventing you from getting to those ten meetings per week. He might say, we, don't, we just don't have enough leads. And so what are you doing to generate leads? Is it trade shows? Is it outbound cold calling? Do you have, are you using ads to generate leads? Do you have a lead generating system so that you can say every single, every day we, we generate 20 leads in our business and our cost for a lead for us is $10. So we spend $10 for a lead every day and, and we, uh, we spend, um, and we get 20 a day. So 10 times 20, 200 bucks a day is, is driving leads into our business. So we're really pulling this thing apart. We start with the end of mind, $100,000. We pull this thing apart and we understand within your business, what are the things that are going to translate into that that target for you? And that's where you focus. That's where you um, put your attention, your energy, your coaching, your support is in helping your team to arrive at those results. Because if you're able to do that, guess what? You're going to hit your target. Now, if you focus on the micromanaging. So this is where most business owners do it. They micromanage. What were you working on today? let's scrutinize the, the three activities you were working on. And, um, you know, why didn't you get these done? If you focus only on the, you know, why didn't you get the, the uh, 10 meetings done this week? Why did, why did you only get three? And you're tracking them and, and, and you're reporting on it every week. That's where the focus goes. And when the focus goes there, you can ignore all that other noise under the surface that people typically will micromanage and focus on and this is going to free up so many uh, brain cells for you. And your team will, will be at ease because the, the rules of the game are pretty clear. This is where we want to get as a team. We've agreed on, on the targets and the results. We've agreed on them. So you become the coach, and the coach focuses on the areas where, where you can get uh, improvements, right? And you just keep pulling away those excuses. You provide the support. If there's training needed, the automation, the, uh, you know, the support around the team members to get to that result. And then guess what? You're going to be well on your way to achieving that result. And this is how you, it sounds really simple. And I know we got mathy in this, but um, that's an example. Uh, we're just looking at sales in this example. Now looking at your cash flow, um, how, I, how I typically arrive at, um, at these numbers across my department. So 100K, we, we went through that example, right? We reverse engineered it. Um, What I typically will do is say, you know, what does healthy look like and how can we measure it? What does healthy look like and how can we measure it? So if you were looking at your finance, for example, what does healthy look like on cash flow? So your receivables, for example, healthy um, in our business and our receivables, again, is um, anything outside of 90 days in terms of cash coming into our business. We want that to represent um, less than 5% of every, all receivables, all cash coming into the business, we want um, no more than 5% of that to be outside of 90 days because if it is, then we're, we're over overstretched. So that's what healthy looks like and we measure it by looking at our receivables aged outside of 90 days every week. We report on that, we look at it. If it's above 5%, that's where I drill down, that's where I focus and that drives the activities to get those numbers back into alignment to where they need to be so anyways um we got really mathy in this episode but um the point i wanted to drive home was that in your business if you if you stay focused on the results and um ignore the the minutia as a family of deer walks across the road in front of me with two baby deer um it's gonna be so much more helpful because like the example that we uh, were talking about with elon musk and, and bezos they obviously do not focus on all the transactions that are that are happening throughout their business. They focus on the top line numbers that are meaningful. And when things are, uh, are out of whack or out of KPI, then uh, that's where they drill down and focus and figure out how can we get it back into um, where it needs to be. So anyways, hope that was helpful. Hope it was useful. Um, hope your October is off to a great start, which is the time of this recording. And I will talk to you soon.